When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. We're all looking for ways to save, especially on medical bills. But where do you start? Unless you're a medical billing expert, finding savings can seem impossible. HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance and flags errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Saving starts with knowing where to look. Visit HealthLock.com today before you see another healthcare provider. It's been another busy news week, and we like to review the major stories of the week here on the Black Information Network. Today, we are joined by Black Information Network news anchors Alexandria Ikamoni and Mike Island to discuss this week's major stories. This is the Black Information Network Daily Podcast, and I'm your host, Ramses Ja. So welcome back to the show, you two. How you doing? Hey, we're doing great. Uh, thanks for having us on again. Absolutely. Absolutely. Busy, busy week. So let's get right into it. Obviously, the big news of this week, Hurricane Ian is now one of the strongest storms in U.S. history. Over a million people in Florida lost power uh, as the storm brought heavy rain and deadly windy gusts. Alexandria, let's hear from you first. What's your take on it? Of course, first thoughts and prayers to everybody who is affected or who has friends and family members in the line of this storm. So yes, it is one of the strongest storms in U.S. history. It made landfall on Wednesday as a category four storm, 150 mile per hour winds providing fuel for dangerous storm surges. Um, Actually, one of the hardest hit areas was Fort Myers and there were storm surges nearly seven feet high. And that's nearly double the previous record of more than 20 years ago. So that just puts into perspective how severe, how historic, and how this is such a strong uh, storm that we are seeing in in recent time. So the massive surge of water leaving entire communities completely underwater is such a huge problem. Roads, they're looking like oceans. Honestly, you cannot tell it's a road there. Um, you see that block after block. Millions of people are without power. Um, it's just a mess. And it's going to be a long road to recovery, flights, thousands of flights are canceled and they're still being canceled as well. So it's going to be a a long road to recovery. It's a really tough situation, but um, we just have to make it through. And it's a part of what, you know, we see here as a natural disaster. And then we can go from there. Mike, I know you have some thoughts too. Uh, Yes. Uh, And uh, what I'm worried about, of course, I want to also send thoughts and prayers down that way. Uh, substantial loss of life is very possible. They haven't made any reports uh, yet, but um, 
the thing that I heard before we knew what category the storm was going to be in, uh, the biggest news prior to landfall was that it was going to land as a category five. And when that happened, when that report came out, there were immediate uh, comparisons to Hurricane Katrina because that also was a category five. Uh, since it hit as a four, those comparisons are not being made right now. But one thing that can be said of this response, uh, m obviously much quicker and, and much more, uh, you know, pointed, you know, I mean, right after uh, they were ready uh, to uh, assist people. And there are a lot of people on the ground now, even from my state, Ohio, already there. Uh, waiting for uh, the storm to pass through so they can do uh, help people in the aftermath. And of course, the big fear in the aftermath is the loss of life uh, that they're going to find, but also the lives they can save uh, in the process of uh, uh, really working this, uh, this uh, rescue and relief effort for uh, the people in uh, Florida. So it was uh, looking at the map and looking at that radar of how that storm was approaching. It it uh, it swept through Florida. I mean, I don't think there was any part of Florida untouched by this. So it's uh, it's it's going to take a while, like uh, Alexandria said, uh, for recovery. Recovery uh, recovery uh, road is going to be long. Sure, sure. And we're going to definitely keep track of the goings on down in Florida. Um, in the aftermath of Hurricane Ian. Uh, moving on, California voters will have a chance to repeal Article 34, which is a state law that blocked affordable low-rent housing from being built. Mike, I know you know a little bit more about this. Yeah, when I was a kid, uh, after we, uh, our family bought a house in uh, North Columbus, the one of the first things I heard, and I, I was too small to really understand it, they were looking at the deed and they noticed it said, don't sell to black people. Mm -hmm. And this was in the uh, late 1960s. And um, since then, a lot of people have done that. And that's part of the reason why Article 34 uh, received some exposure. I'm almost sure. The, uh, I'm sure it's not uh, Article 34 in other states. But in California, uh, this is being acted on when um, some... Um, people discovered that this was taking place and that there's a lot of implications now. You know, there was a time and it still exists because of this provision where it was okay to just blatantly say, we don't want black people to live in our neighborhoods. And that's the legacy of our Article 34. And that's an, a council member actually said that. An Oakland City council member uh, there said that um, the um, they will soon vote on this housing measure, affordable housing measure. But uh, I think it's Berkeley and South, South San Francisco. Those voters will be asked to approve affordable housing measures. And if adopted, the three initiatives would uh, pave the way for local governments and private developer, developers that uh, receive public funds to create uh, thousands of units of new affordable housing and low income housing, which is the norm for such construction. Uh, and I think um, State Senator Scott Weiner. Uh, the uh, Democrat from San Francisco, he's also an affordable housing advocate, and he's co-sponsored uh, a bill to abolish Article 34. And uh, he said that uh, he said a statewide initiative initiative urging urging voters to repeal the completely racist provision, which was overwhelmingly adopted by lawmakers in August, will appear on the 2024 
ballot the same year as the uh, uh, next presidential election. So it's really going to be something to watch uh, going forward. But they, they said that despite the uh, legislators, uh, legislature support, he acknowledged, uh, uh, the senator acknowledged that it would be difficult to win over voters who um, are typically reluctant to give up their authority to make local decisions. So uh, over the years, counties have discovered legal ways to get around Article 34. That's why previous attempts to uh, abolish or weaken uh, Article 34 have failed. And I think the most recent attempt was a long time, like 1993. Mm-hmm. They haven't tried since 1993. So they must think there's a, a chance now okay. uh, to repeal Article 34. Okay. Well, we'll see what happens with that. Hopefully, uh, we will emerge victorious in that endeavor. Uh, yeah. Moving on, after protesting the NFL in solidarity with Colin Kaepernick, megastar Rihanna agrees to headline the 2023 Super Bowl halftime show. Alexandria, why don't you give us your thoughts first? Okay, first, I have to say I am a huge Rihanna fan, and I'm very excited about this, but we really do have to talk about what others are saying in regards to this matter. So we know, yes, the NFL confirmed that Rihanna was headlining the next year's Super Bowl halftime show. She posted on her Instagram with her tattooed arm holding up the football. We all know this is happening. But what some people actually don't know about the situation is that Jay-Z's Rock Nation company mm-hmm. will be the executive producer's one of his hit songs with his wife, Beyonce, that came out a few years ago, he said, and then also that he'll reports that back in 2018, Rihanna allegedly said no to headline the show at that time. And it's reported that her reason was to show support for Colin Kaepernick. We know that he started the take the knee protest on the field um, to protest racial injustice. And that was a big movement. So people are like, we didn't forget you guys said those things. We didn't forget that you guys said no in the past. And now you guys are headlining the show and EPing the show. So people are just making their voices known about that situation. Like we did not forget. So why are we saying now at this point, or excuse me, why are we saying yes at this point in time? So that's what's going on there. It's going down February 12th, 2023 in Arizona. And I'm not going to lie. I cannot wait for the performance. I'm excited to see it, but a lot of valid points are being made on social media. We can't ignore those factors. I, I have to say I, I, I like her too, and uh, I am anticipating, uh, you know, just I guess because it's such a big news story as much as it is uh, an entertainment and music story. But I also think that the timing is such where it is a, a marketing ploy as well. Now, she's, uh, she's got a new album coming out. She hasn't had an album out since 2016. So this could coincide with the release of the album, and of course that performance will boost album sales. So I'm, I'm almost sure that uh, marketing has a little bit to do with the uh, timing of the, uh, of, of the uh, concert and, you know, the, the yes, and also uh, the timing of the release of the album, no exact date, but it's going to coincide uh, with the uh, Super Bowl high that this thing is going to be on. Now I've, uh, I believe I saw on the, um, um, one of our reports that tickets <laughs> tickets have skyrocketed by nine thousand nine hundred percent just overnight after the announcement. So this is going to be huge. So yeah. I think uh, fans alone on TikTok they've posted reactions to their news, and it, it looks like it's uh, trending over three point two million views. So this is going to be something. February twelfth, twenty twenty three is going to be uh, a day to watch. 
you know the um the thing about it's 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 a really complicated world that we live in right i get that um people want to hold rihanna to their standards you know and to the so sort of what she established as sort of her um moral guidepost um and i think that what we end up finding especially this is kind of one of the negative effects of having social media where everyone has a voice is that um it allows this sort of mob mentality to form um almost as often as possible you know and we black people are not impervious to that Um, no one is you know it's it's a human condition right so one of the things that i've learned to be true over the years um with respect to jay-z and his involvement with uh most everything is that jay-z is very very much pro-black um he loves his people supports his people um he perhaps does not do all of the things that every individual black person agrees with but overall i believe his intention is to support uplift motivate etc black people um and rock nation uh, obviously jay-z no, for those that know rather uh, jay-z discovered rihanna um and rock nation is jay's company and is uh you know producing the halftime show i believe that they had a lot to do with uh last year's show as well with dr dre and um all the artists from la uh and 50 cent and mary j blige who are not from la and eminem who's from detroit but you get what you get what i mean yeah definitely um so what i see here is you know a lot of people online maybe they don't know what they don't know jay has been very instrumental in a lot of things that have helped you know black people um not just individuals but you know systemic things you know stop and frisk in new york for example um, and who are we to say that Rihanna's performance at the Super Bowl halftime has not, uh, on, in meetings where we know nothing, you know, um, there has not been some deals cut to make the NFL more inclusive or to allow, you know, black people to protest or whatever. We don't know what we don't know. And a lot of times with mob mentality comes sort of the ready, fire, aim approach meaning that people will pass judgment before they see the full picture you know and jay-z his his tendency is to move um and not really need the recognition a man like that doesn't need any more recognition but you know we all know that the nfl was uh, interviewing performatively black uh candidates for the head coach position we know the nfl is just full of uh opportunities where they can grow right and to have someone at the table who has the capacity to influence those folks um and to throw stones before we are able to see the full picture see what the implications are um i think it's premature uh furthermore because of the fact that colin kaepernick kneeled and that was the precursor to what happened in 2020 and we the black delegation gave him a wide berth and a lot of support rihanna supported him and obviously herself um and we were able to see this um we'll call it this sea of black uh focus wash over the country you know the the country was was engulfed in black issues for a very long time and it was you know it was 
accompanied by COVID. But, you know, I think that's a good thing. Everyone was at home with nothing to do but do their research, study, you know, learn more, perhaps. Um, and it's my belief that a lot of folks did that. And many folks took to the streets in support. And I believe that if I look back, if I trace that lineage back, I see um, Trayvon Martin. And then I see Colin Kaepernick. And then I see, you know, BLM, you know, taking to the streets in 2020. Um, and who's to say what comes next? And so uh, it's, it's, it'd be very difficult for me to say that Rihanna did not accomplish what she set out to do. You know, um, this doesn't need to be a hill that we die on. This can just be what it is, which is, okay, we protested them to bring attention to the fact that they were um, not doing right by Colin Kaepernick. You know, time has moved on. You know, we've seen the results of that protest. We've seen it swell into a countrywide movement. Um, Colin Kaepernick will forever go down as one of our heroes. Um, and I, I don't believe it's the worst thing in the world for Rihanna to continue to do what she does, which is entertain and perhaps bring issue, bring light to other issues on this. Day. We haven't even seen the performance. We haven't seen the ripple effect of it. So I think that any critis criticism is premature. <laughs> now, um, with that said, uh, I like you both can't wait to see what comes of it it's going to be in arizona which is where i'm based and so um so we'll just we'll just you know see what happens you're gonna walk are you gonna walk over and, and watch uh we'll see you know, <laughs> okay we'll see i was gonna I'm say i might need from... a guest pass please i might need to attend <laughs> this one sure 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 we'll, we'll keep it all in mind this show is sponsored by better help People don't always realize just how much their negative thoughts and experiences stick with them and weigh them down. You may find your brain constantly running through a highlight reel of bad moments. That comment your friend made last week that hurt your feelings. That frustrating thing your mom does. Or that silly thing you said in a meeting. Maybe it's time to get it all off your chest. Whether it's a tiny annoyance or something much bigger. Talking about it can give you some relief and lead you to a potential solution. That's where therapy comes in. It's a safe space to share whatever's weighing you down and learn to process it so your internal highlight reel can focus on the good stuff. And BetterHelp offers affordable online therapy on a schedule that works for you. Connect with a licensed therapist by text, phone, or video call. Start the process in minutes and switch therapist anytime. Let it out with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash B-I-N today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash B-I-N. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. 
Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash news. That's lifelock.com slash news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep experts. <sighs> here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Black Information Network news anchors Alexandria Ikamoni and Mike Island are here with us discussing this week's major stories. And uh, finally, uh, we're going to take a moment to share some final thoughts and reflections on the passing of the late, great Coolio, Alexandria. Um, why don't you chime in first? Yeah, so this really uh, affected the hip hop world. A lot of people knew his classics. Um, died at the age of 59, really sad to see, but there are actually new details that came out about the situation. So the backstory here is that he went into the restroom at a friend's house, did not come out for a long period of time. Then friends went to go check on him. They found him unresponsive laying on the floor in the bathroom. The newest information that came out about this was that, um, First responders frantically performed CPR for 45 minutes to try and save this man. And he didn't respond. He was pronounced it at the scene. We know that there has been an outcry of support from all over. Rapper Ice Cube said it's sad news and that he witnessed firsthand that this man's grind was on top. LO Cool J tweeted that rest in power to his brother. So you are seeing the, the outpouring of support from celebs, from fans, from supporters. And it's just really sad to see him go. Yeah. Mike, any thoughts? Yeah, I wish... Um Coolio, a, uh, a fantastic voyage to gangsta's paradise. Uh, he was uh, an amazing artist, Gra won a Grammy too for uh, that song, Gangsta's uh, Paradise, uh, with the uh, artist LV. Uh, he was a Saturday night ritual for us, uh, our family, because my daughters liked the programs All That and Keenan and Kel. And of course, he did the theme song for Keenan and Kel. And that's how my daughters got to know who Coolio was. Right. Because they saw him every week on on that particular show, and he performed smiling live on all that. So he had a wide range of <clears throat> of um, respect from uh, older adults and younger adults and kids because of his association with a children's show or a young person's show and his uh, image as a hip hop artist, which um, you know hip hop had only been around you know as we know it now about three or four years when Coolio came on the scene. So hip hop was still seen as something hard, uh, something to fear. 
And I think that he kind of broke that when he uh, got with the, the people on all that, kept his, uh, you know, his hard image on the show, but in a comedic way. Right. But I think his, uh, his, uh, his approach to his craft, you know, performing for uh, all demographics, I think that was, uh, I think that was very smart, very uh, smart of that young man to do that and then get a Grammy on top of that. Right. Well, you know, my thing is, you know, I, I actually knew Coolio. Um, that's oh, weird wow. to say that. Weird to say new. Um, but yeah, uh, he, so I knew him through a friend and um, we would often go out together in Vegas. Um, so I, you know, I'm in Arizona. Vegas is right there. Um, back in, let's say 2010, I started a DJ residency at Planet Hollywood in Vegas. So I ended up making a lot of friends um, out there. One of my friends down here in Phoenix moved up to Vegas. And then um, he is a recording engineer. So him and Coolio ended up working together. He worked with a lot of folks, Britney Spears, you know, Steve Aoki, all those guys. Um, but Coolio and him and Flavor Flay, believe it or not, uh, were all very, very close. Um, and so whenever I'd go out there, I'd end up hanging out with, of course, my friend. And Coolio would be there all the time, right? So we uh, we called ourselves the Elbow Gang. Um, we might bend, but we don't break. Uh, so, you know, we have like, there's photos of us, you know, throwing our elbows up. Um, and I think that what I'll remember most is that uh, he was just an awesome person, always willing to take pictures with folks. Um, very funny. Um, you can tell like why that guy is a star, you know, and, you know, he didn't think highly of himself. You know, he wasn't unapproachable. He was just a regular guy um, having fun. Obviously, he knew who he was, but um, he he never made you feel small. And I think that the world and the hip hop community is a little bit worse off today knowing that we lost um coolio and of course you know like all of us i grew up listening to his music so i always kind of espoused those songs that punctuated you know my youth so i will say yeah. to my friend um rest in peace and i'll see you when we get there so i want to thank you both very much for um sharing your your thoughts on today's stories uh, once again our guests are black information network news anchors alexandria Ikamoni and mike island this has been a production of the Black Information Network. Today's show was produced by Chris Thompson. Have some thoughts you'd like to share? Use the red microphone talkback feature on the iHeartRadio app. While you're there, be sure to hit subscribe and download all of our episodes. I'm your host, Ramses Ja, on all social media. Join us Monday as we share our news with our voice from our perspective, right here on the Black Information Network daily podcast. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's better, H-E-L-P dot com.
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why GameBridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. GameBridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at GameBridge.io. Visit GameBridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information.